Well, everybody, welcome to episode three of uh, the AE Advisor Inside Word. It was going to be a monthly podcast, but now it's going to work on whenever we can get hold of someone. But the objective is for us to get hold of a, a few of our advisors and just get the inside story so you guys can get to know each other and uh, understand what makes each other tick. Today, I've got uh, Regan Wass from um, Cox Financial in Townsville. She's, uh, she's agreed to come on. She's actually been with us for a few years now, and uh, she's uh, absolutely shooting the lights out there up there in, uh, in Townsville. And the whole Cox Financial Group is a, uh, a really vibrant office. But um, Regan, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And, um, you've obviously seen the, uh, the inside word, and uh, so uh, yeah. we're ready to, ready to get rolling. Hit me with it. Well, my first question is generally, you know, I just want to get a little bit more about you. And so, first yeah. of all, what's your nickname? Um, just Regs. I've never really liked Regan, if I'm really honest, so I always just shorten it to Regs. That's it. I notice here on the <laughs> uh, on the Zoom chat that Regs is your, uh, you've even yeah. got Regs written down there just to keep it uh, um, yeah. relaxed. So, mate, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, your family, where you're from. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm actually a Rocky girl, so not that I mention that too often. I mean, I'm Jimmy and Rocky, um, but been in Townsville for like I don't know since '96, so I'm pretty confident that makes me local now. Um, but yeah, married, three kids, not babies anymore. I've got um, yeah, a 25 year old, a 19 year old, and a 16 year old. So I'm just starting to see the light at the end of that tunnel. <laughs> Bring it on. So that's it. That's pretty exciting. So your um, your family, your mum and dad, and that sort of stuff, still back in Rocky. No, uh, well, both my parents have passed away, but I've still got a sister back in Rocky. Who's um, she's actually the director of the vice chancellor's office at CQU. So. Yeah, she's she's stayed behind. The other sister is up here with me. So yeah. Oh, so she followed you. So what was yes. it? What brought you to Townsville? I actually back in the day I was a bank Johnny. So just got did banking for like 15, 20 years. So just got moved around at that time with CBA and NAB. Um, so yeah, so just they moved you from pillar to post and ended up in Townsville at one point. Well that that probably what is what leads into our next question. So what got you into advice? Kind of, well, as I just said, I just did lending for many, many years. But what actually made me go was a bit more, more, bit more personal, I suppose. My sister, who doesn't mind me telling this story, she actually was married, three babies, um, under four, bit of a breeder, um, and she went to see an advisor just before the GFC. So had hardly any mortgage. Um, and they borrowed against the house, geared, did the whole kit and boodle, and GSC hit and she lost a lot. And I remember at the time I was a lender at the Commonwealth Bank, and I remember thinking, uh, what idiot gives that kind of advice to a one-income family? Um, yeah, gearing, you know, three babies. Yeah, the other, and he was actually a diesel fitter apprentice at the time, so not even a great wage. So I remember thinking they just, that, that person didn't know their client. And I was like, shit, if some idiot can do that, I can do this shit loads better. So that was it. I went and got my financial, at the time I got a diploma, went straight into financial planning. Was that, that was that Storm Financial? That, uh... No, it was a guy in Rocky, that same, same strategy. Wow, that's, uh, that's awful. And that goes sort of uh, yeah, enlightens us as to how valuable we we can potentially be. 
Yeah. So, so yeah. then, so just talk me through. So you started, then you got you, you got your license. So that what what year was that? Oh gosh. So we're talking probably by the time I did that, I actually I went into paraplaning. So I didn't go straight into advising. I went and did my diploma. Um, worked with uh, Journey. Worked at Journey for. Oh, with Rick and uh, Rick and the yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah, paraplaning there. Um, yeah, ended up coming over here, finding my way to obviously working with Coxie um, and then got licensed under financial wisdom. So that was probably, I think by the time I got out of power planning, that was maybe 2015-ish. So you've only been advising for about eight years or so now. Yeah, yeah. And only initially only in a part-time capacity. So it wasn't until Coxie and I really went into partnership in 2017 that I, yeah, been advising full-time. Well, I'll get into the next question about your business uh, basics or whatever, but you know, yeah. Alex, you must feel pretty proud of that. You're very successful. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't know. I don't sort of see it like that. I just, I genuinely just think I'm one of those people that are really lucky that, you know, I work hard, but I just get up every day and love what I do. Like I've never gone, I don't want to get to work. Like I just feel really passionate about it. So it doesn't feel like I work. It just feels like I do what I love. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Well, mate, tell us about your business basics. So, you know, Cox Financial, who's there? What do they do? You know, where's the, where's the office? Just give us the, because most people haven't been there. I've been there a few times, but most people haven't been there. And they um, just give us the insight. Insight? Um, so basically, it's we've gone from Cox and I and a part-timer in 2016, I would have been, to now there's like nine of us. And we've just put on another um, FPA over in, you know, with you guys. Um, it, so there's me and Coxie that do advice. We've got power planner, uh, Brandon. We've got another support power planner, which is Ali. She does all our compliance. Um, we've got Steph who works part-time. And then we've got two full-time crows or admin people um, and Jeannie part-time. So there's quite a few of us. And I'd love to show you in the office because it's this tiny little 64 square metre <laughs> box that we're in. Um, but we we're kind of excited all excited at the moment because we've just bought a new office and we're about to move in about I don't know six weeks, so we're not going to know ourselves because we're actually going to have space. <laughs> we're all sitting on top of each other here, but yeah, it makes for a nice close knit, not close knit group. It's so. tight, yeah. So you know the just you know way I've seen it, it's about it's about ten cubicles with a yeah. boardroom, and that's what you've got. Yeah, you're yeah. actually at the moment you're speaking to me from the phone box. I am. I'm in the little silent box. We call this our little, um, you know, it is. It's like little booth, phone booth. You just hop in it. No one can hear you. It's also a mental health tool in the office. <laughs> I suppose you need that. What about you yeah. do a nice coffee shop literally across? You're on a bit of a mall type thing, so you don't, can't get yeah. run over and you can stagger to the cross coffee shop. And what, you would be two minutes from the centre of Townsville? Yep, if that's a really great spot. And that's why it's probably taken Coxie and I a while to find somewhere else to move to, to be honest, because it's a great location. It's it's nice and easy for clients, there's parking and stuff, but it's just, yeah, it's very central. So we literally are moving, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 metres to a new office that came up, but yeah, about four times the size, thankfully. Oh, you know, it'll be great. I'll be, I'll be able to get an office there. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Now, mate, a uh, bit more fun things now. BW or BWS. So that's beer, wines, or spirits. Oh, yes. What's, yes. Your, what's, uh, your, what's your one of choice? Oh, um, if I'm, yeah, okay. Favourite's probably a uh, gin. 
I like a, an inkjet or something like that, something infused in, but um, don't mind a wine either. Don't mind a salve. Well, we had a nice, um, a nice gin in an afternoon in Townsville, sort of, yeah, it fits the yeah. bill. It up. does, yeah, nice and fresh. Now, what about coffee or tea? I'm a coffee girl. You know, do you have it straight? No, I'm a dirty chai. I, I love a dirty chai. So what's a dirty chai? So it's it's like a chai with a shot. Well, I usually get two shots of um, espresso in it. Also coffee yeah. and chai mixed up. Yes, yeah. But I don't like a lot of chai. I've got to go. It's got to be like a herbal chai, not the cinnamon you know, sugar crap. And you put a bit of milk in there too, is it? Yeah, just a smidge. Yeah, almond milk. Nice. Hey, um, right. A fun fact. This is for the team in the uh, in the Philippines. They always have these fun facts, and we get some really cool. This was actually a hard one. I couldn't think of anything, but I was laughing with my family actually when I was reading these last night because I am probably the most uncoordinated person you'll ever meet. I actually would describe myself as like a baby giraffe. <laughs> there isn't a sport or whatever. I won't give a go. I don't mind trying stuff because I'll have a good laugh. Um, but it turns out we we're a bit of a skiing family. So you used to take the boat down all the time. I can't ski. But we decided to wakeboard and we bought a beginner's wakeboard. And out of 12 of us, I was the only one that could actually wakeboard. I still can switch, jump waves, whatever. It's just the craziest thing if you just knew how unsporting I am. And yeah, I can wakeboard really well. Oh, there you go. Thank, Thank you. you. That's a good yeah, one. There you go. So um, back on the advice side, so who's your perfect client? So once, uh, you know, if you're all going out there, and who's, who's the perfect client for, for Reeks? For me, I love um, probably, I would say pre-retirement, if we're sitting there around the 50, 55-ish kind of kind of range, mainly because I love getting people where you can actually do some stuff and make a difference. Um, but then it starts getting into the interesting stuff for me where we can actually play with a bit of legislation and, you know, try and squeeze every cent out of Centrelink and all that sort of stuff. So definitely pre-retirement, retirement clients for me, I'm not real, don't do a lot in the accumulation space. It's not too fancy. Yeah, it's sort of only growing there too. Because I suppose in the towns, for you, I suppose as you start the FIFO, start to get some more money, they'll be uh, handy clients. But um... clients, yeah. Well, we kind of are doing a lot more of the generational stuff. So, which is actually quite, you know, um, leads into us. We're actually changing the business name coming up very shortly. Um, but it's yeah, I know. Very excited. We registered yesterday, so it's. Um, I'm finding for me because my client base is predominantly retirement. I'm just now working so much with their kids. So my little base is coming through, but it's about doing stuff to pass on that estate planning things. You know, when you're sitting there with retirement clients, I've got a fair chunk of assets. Um, nobody anymore, you know, rightly so, wants to wait until they die to pass it on. Let's what can we do with it now so you can enjoy watching your kids build their wealth now? So, yeah. Great thinking, isn't it? That's a that's a really good idea. Now, hang on, I've got a scoop. So, is it public yet? Um, the name change. Can we go? Can we actually, go? Can I say what it is? Yes, I probably can. I don't know if Andrew wants to steal on the thunder, but yeah, we're changing to generational wealth partners. So you're hot off the press. Pops there you go. Changing to generational wealth partners. Nice. Yep. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I think it speaks to what we do. We're trying to, you know, work with families over generations. So. Wanted something that was a little bit more, um, yeah, a bit more both of us. Great. I know that sounds good. So Coxie came around. Yeah, he did. He did. He really, um, I don't, obviously everyone probably knows Andrew quite well, but 
um, as I started to buy into Cox Financial, he wanted to change the name. He was determined for it to be Was Cox. So our surnames were together, but mine first, because he always jokes that it was Cox Financial, but it's not now. So I'm like, worst dad joke ever. You're not having it. It's not happening. happening. So it has taken quite a while to come up with something we're both really happy with, because I definitely didn't want my name on the door. Hey, um, tell me what uh, what everyone wears to work. So Cox Financial is, uh, you know, we've got all sorts of different practices around the country and they all wear yeah. sort of different things. And um, depending on how much client facing you do, what, what's the work attire at uh, Generational Wealth Partners? Um, look, I'd say we're probably a little bit, I wouldn't say we're formal, but we do kind of like to go for the pres- uh, professional approach, I guess. Um, Coxie turns up every day with a button shirt. We don't do ties. But, um, you know, always looking quite professional. I think that's probably left over from my bank Johnny days and Andrew being a boarding school boy, to be honest. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's nice to, to me, you know, look good, feel good, present, you know, a good image. So that's, yeah, it's kind of who we are. Not too right. stuffy, but you still got to, you know, make an effort. No, no, that's good. You need to do that. Like, it's nice to actually put on nice clothes and work. Not here am I sitting at home in my T-shirt, you know, the sun belting in. So yeah. uh, things could be worse. Yeah, but, uh, we go to polo on a Friday. That's our chilled out day. So um, tell me uh, tell me what you like about advising. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's just probably a bit generic like everyone else, but it comes back to helping people, I think. Um, I'll, I probably get the biggest buzz out of this stuff if... I've got a client that sends me their family because I don't think there's any better or any bigger compliment than that. You know, if you're going to trust your family to see, so you know, with somebody, um, then obviously you're getting what you you need out of it. So then I know clients are, you know, they're obviously seeing the value in what we do. So um, yeah, I just, I know, just putting someone in a better spot because, you know, it's too many people that get to retirement. You should, we shouldn't be now getting to a point, you know, that old, that old adage of, paying out your mortgage with your super and all that sort of stuff it should be well behind everyone now so that that sort of stresses me when I see people still coming in those positions it's like you don't need to live like that you shouldn't if you get some advice a bit earlier it isn't it isn't it it's it's such a it's an interesting one so the referrals are the best thing because most times people don't even understand how valuable the advice you've given them is yeah. and they won't until yeah. I mean it's a it's a funny thing yeah. about the the relationship we have in our clients is to how yeah. long it actually takes for them to realize actually how much this was. They just look at their statements. Yeah. Realize all everything that goes around that. Around it. And I, I think you did right. I think when I talk to a client about our fees and what we what that fee presents, I actually really push the the peace of mind, you know, having a professional, having someone to have a conversation with and bounce stuff off because, you know, everybody wants to just articulate a figure. And, you know, that's great, but markets go up and down. So that's not always going to be a great conversation with a client, you know. So as long as they understand that, but that's where they you want them to put value in the, all the other areas of guidance you give them. It's not just your portfolio. So I think we really push that. And and that actually pushes clients to, to you know, refer their families and their friends to us because they don't think about it anymore. They let us do the thinking. I used to always feel a greater responsibility when I was when it was a family member referred. You think, well, oh, I've got to I've got to get this run right. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't do my family. Coxie doesn't do his. It's like, uh, you know, here you go, you have them. Because I just, um, yeah, those conversations that I they don't see you in the same light. 
So, but everyone else's yeah, family's yeah. fine. <laughs> so, mate, uh, so when you up there, so how do you guys charge? Um, now, I've got, I don't need to know exactly. So, but asset based, uh, a fixed fee or hybrid? Bit of both. I'm probably a little bit more fixed at times just because the dynamic of my client base. Um, but yeah, generally is a bit of both in the early stages. It's a, a, a percentage as they start hitting certain um, fund levels, we go to a hybrid. Now, this is this one's mine. But yeah, is my market research. How many appointments do you do in a week? <laughs> oh, which week we talking last week? Twenty eight. <laughs> so, so, yes, so look, give, give me both. So when you cranked up, or when it's just you know maintaining. Look, I think I do think my my highest has been about. High 20s, 28, I think probably yeah. last week or the week before. On average, we would do at least 15. I don't think I have many weeks that I don't have 15 a week. Nice. Yeah, look, it's a, a, it's a, a growing business like yours and there's just people flying through the door. It must be, yeah. uh, it gets pretty hectic sometimes, that's for sure. It does, but I think we're starting to do things a little bit better in, I'm really pushing like the Zoom meetings like this and, you know, you, you book a client in to do face-to-face, -face, which is great because, you know, you want that rapport, but, you know, two hours later to, you know, present a statement of advice. If I do it by Zoom, I did it this morning for 45 minutes, so you've got to get a bit smarter and we're just starting to get there. <laughs> so more phone calls, more Zooms, and, and then we can do 20 <laughs> and I'm not be basket cases. Three years ago, you would have been doing 50% admin. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I still, Yeah, we've definitely paired that back. I think, um, you know, there's stuff and responsibilities there with, with the amount of staff that we've got, but um, I just want to be in the room, not out here. So You don't get your hands dirty much these days. No. But, um, talk me through. So to think about your coolest strategy. So what's a strategy that uh, you recall going, wow, I really, really love that, ran out to tell someone? Okay. Um, I have a few things that we do that I kind of really like, but probably the one I've got the biggest buzz probably touched on what I was talking to you about before, where um had a client that's sitting there with really good, you know, asset base, lots of money, not a Centrelink client. Um, a few kids wants to help them out. But also the whole conversation kept coming back to her going, well, I don't want to just give it to them because they'll waste it. And I don't want to just tuck in the mortgage. They can pull it back out so and waste it. So we ended up talking it through with her, got in her kids. And so now she maximizes their super contributions in every year up to their personal cap. So she, mum's doing that. Um, they're getting a claim it, so they're getting a tiny little boost that they chuck on their mortgage. So they're getting a double whammy there for the kids. She's feeling good because she's feeling seeing them actually grow their wealth and secure their retirement. So, so she's enjoying, you know, giving that away and still waiting till she's dead where she won't enjoy it. Um, and now we've got the next generation of people coming through that are looking after their retirement. I wouldn't have done it without mum and dad. So, you know, and I, on top of that, we laid a um uh insurance ones for the kids so yes yeah I love that sort of stuff where you're just looking at you know a few different groups of people and all of a sudden we've gone from one client to to six it just it changes the way of their thinking as well which is really no, 
just having that whole group of people in that room, they're going, wow, we didn't know we could even do this. Um, and so, so that's not so much, you know, we have plenty where you sit there and you do Centrelink stuff, which I really like, you know, when you're sort of just squeezing every cent out of there and putting money in super for younger clients and stuff, that stuff's great and it's tangible and I, I enjoy it because you actually are making a value for someone. I guess this one was just a bit different where you could sit back and go, wow, I'm going to that mum's, you know, in her 80s and she's going to sit back and enjoy knowing she's building their retirement, you know, you know and reducing their mortgage and all this sort of stuff tax effectively. So a bit different, but I loved it. Okay, so apart from wakeboarding, what do you do when you're not advising? Oh, gosh, um, what do I do? Uh, we do like skiing. We've got, we've just, the last year, we had an incident where we broke our boat. So that's been a little bit sad, but I do, like, I love snorkeling and stuff. So I actually never learned to swim until I was in my 20s and now I want to get my dive license, so. Yeah. I hope you I don't like too much when you've got a scuba tank on. Things, <laughs> things have probably gone wrong if that sort of happens. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, but so yeah, no. Where do you ski? Where do you ski up there? You don't ski in the ocean, do you? Or you um we do do a little bit over at Maggie, but used to we're still on the river. Can't you're not allowed to um like tube or anything on the river anymore because there was a few accidents a couple of years back. Um, but we still ski there. Go out to been out to Burdekin a few times, not so much anymore, a few crocs. So that's a little bit adventurous. Um, but yeah, and Tinaru up in uh, up north is just magic. So yeah. Infamous Ross River. I you know, I always get to, I always get the shakes when I come to Townsville. Yeah, well apparently I keep it until they're just freshies and don't bite too much. So <laughs> <laughs> but it keeps me upright. <laughs> All right, so what, uh, what's your favourite conference destination? So where do you want us to go? Oh, where do where I want you, to Wherever go? you've been or wherever you'd like us to go. Where's a, where's a cool conference? Oh, look, I think um, I was, yeah, really devastated that I missed um, Margaret River So because I really haven't been to that that part of the world yet over, over WA. So um, that bloody kids getting engaged ruined that on me. Um, but I actually love the Noosa one. It's one of my favourites, to be honest. Really, it was a good conference, especially given the time. Yeah, yeah, and just a good vibe, good mix of people. It's just, it's yeah, you guys kind of do it really well. We have that mix of learning but social aspect, which is really nice because you know getting to just have those casual conversations with people is where you learn so much. Hey, Jim. So, what's next? I mean, name change, moving offices. You've already got both of those out. I'm hoping to have two of our staff uh, start smashing their professional year. So um, that's a bit exciting as well. So yeah, I don't know, it's guys a limit at the moment. We just just keep going, I reckon, just enjoy the ride while we, while we got it happening. So you and Andrew both with a personal review advisor. Wow. That, that's the plan. We've got two pretty um, intelligent people here doing their, Rachel's due to, to finish hers, um, her degree early next year. Um, she's smashing she's a pretty remarkable woman she's got three two kids works full-time and she's doing three subjects right now to smash it out she's pretty passionate so um yeah you get a fair bit of inspiration watching her every day and Brandon yeah same same smart guy lo loves his research and stuff and he's about to to start his he's going to take the the plunge so um yeah I think we're, we're pretty excited there's lots happening here at the moment Hold on tight, Cox Financial. It's going everywhere. We're Generation Wealth Partners. Yeah, so we're going to be, yeah, Cox Financial trading as generational wealth partners. 
Outstanding. Really, really good yarn, Regan. Thank you very much for your time and joining us on the, uh, the Inside Word. You're more than welcome. I'm very excited to catch up with everyone in a few weeks. Counting down. <laughs>